EO Fire 1141. The secret to great success is literally getting punched in the face by life, punched in the face by our business, dusting yourself off and saying, is that all you got? Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Is it time to share your voice with the world? Text podcast course to 33444. That's podcast course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Ignite. Meet your new payroll and HR department. Let Paycor manage the stress of payroll processing and tax filing so you can focus on your business. Visit paycor.com slash fire to get started today. This episode was brought to you by Pipedrive, the CRM for small teams with big ambitions. Sound familiar, Fire Nation? Visit pipedrive.com slash fire today and try it out for free. Entrepreneurs, near and far, Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Arel Moody. Arel, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, for shizzle. Yes. Arel hosts the Art of Likeability podcast, which is listened to in over 135 countries. He's a contributor to Forbes and Huffington Post and has given a TEDx talk on likeability. He built a million-dollar business before his 30th birthday and was named to Inc. Magazine's 30 Under 30 list. Arel, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse into your personal life. You know, yeah, thank you so much. I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of this. Um, a lot of times, and you've probably heard this from a bunch of people, they say, oh, the inter- the introduction, that's like the highlights, you know, there's tons <laughs> of behind the scenes footage. And, you know, even when I hear the own, my own um, intro, I'm always like, man, who is that dude? Is that me? Because that's not <laughs> what I see often. You know, I, the quick background is I grew up in the projects in Brooklyn, New York, um, in an area called Canarsie, and I grew up on welfare for the first 18 years of my life. And for every single reason, I never really saw a, a light. I never really saw what could be different outside of kind of the environment of either aspiring to be a drug dealer, a, a NBA player, an actor, a rapper, or something of that nature, which I had zero skill in any of those categories. Um, and it wasn't until I got into college that I was lucky enough to be around much more smart people than I am and, and much more uh prestigious and forward-thinking individuals that kind of turned my light switch on. So, you know, from there, I started my first business when I was a student in college. So I got into entrepreneurship very, very young. And um, literally, I've never had a a quote-unquote real job ever since. And um, go around now, the first company I started was an off-campus housing service. We helped college students find places to live on and off-campus. Did that for a few years, sold that and then started teaching other students how to become student entrepreneurs through a company called the Extreme Entrepreneurship Tour. And then after exiting from that company, um, I now work with, uh, I have a passion project that I do called the College Success Program, which helps inner city youth individuals go to see the importance of education because education changed my life so much and was such a huge important part. So they can see the importance of education and getting a college education and also do a lot with professionals with the uh, business brand, the art of likability, and now helping other people do speaking and doing the same through something called true speaking success. So you claim that your intro is pretty good, but I got to say that that last spiel was even more impressive, Aurel, if you can even imagine. That <laughs> was you, impressive. Bro. Quick side note, do you like the show Empire? 
<laughs> you know, I I do everything in my power to not watch television. <laughs> so um, I so I I watched one episode of it, and it was so good that I promised myself I couldn't ever watch it ever oh, again. No, that's so funny because what's crazy? Kate and I just started. I've only seen one episode thus far because it just came available on Amazon. And when you're describing yourself, you know, like New York, you know, rapper, like you were, you were kind of going through this, you are the podcast version of Lucius, the main character. And I just love that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny. The last time I said, let me check out a show that everyone's talking about. It was House of Cards. And I literally watched like two whole seasons in a matter of a few days. Yeah, but then it was just a few days and you were done. So it was just like you binged. (laughs) Now get back to work. Maybe I should do the Empire. You're you're making me want to do it. So, Arel, Fire Nation, we are entrepreneurs. We are small business owners. We're podcasters. Take us down the road that you have created on generating revenue because we're looking to build viable businesses. And, you know, here you are successful. I mean, seven figures, you know, before your 30th birthday, Inc. Magazine's 30 under 30. You've had a lot of success. So before we get into your journey and your story, break down how today you actually generate dollars. Yeah, and the revenue model is something that is so important. So many people go, oh, I'll just do something I love, right. but have no idea how to like live from doing what you love. Right. So right now, our main revenue models is we have a large portion of it that comes from speaking fees. So we go out and do speaking engagements. We have book sales. We have curriculums that we build for high schools and colleges that they have access to. And now just a small portion of that has now transferred over into the kind of consulting education. We have a lot of people asking, well, how do I become a speaker too? So we show them that. But a large portion of it comes from the speaking fees I get. I have about uh, six speakers that work for my company as well oh, wow. and you know, taking the revenue from their uh, portion of their revenue as well. So just one quick side note, if someone's listening right now, part of Fire Nation, and they're saying, hey, I'm kind of interested in getting into the speaking gig to improve my public speaking, like what's just one hint, like just one kind of thing that you would want them to know that maybe they wouldn't just off the top of their head? Like what's one thing that you've learned being a veteran in the speaking world? Yeah, so many people think that it's really, really, really difficult to start, and it's actually not. What what I would recommend everyone do if you're really interested in speaking, look at any organization that you have some type of affiliation with. Like if you were a Cub Scout member or if you were in a fraternity or sorority or if you were any kind of group that has kind of an association, an alumni of some sort, every one of us has something that we are part of at some point. And just contact them as an alumni of the organization and say, I would love to come in and do, you know, a free presentation for this group because I love it so much. Get pictures, get videos, get testimonials. And that's how you kind of build a platform from nothing. And a lot of people are like, well, how do I get started? You just go to the low-hanging fruit of the people who know you, get in. And then, you know, I like to say nobody likes to be the first person on the (laughs) dance floor. But if the dance floor is full of people, everyone likes to party. So you need to get your business dance floor filled with people saying that you're awesome and starting with low-hanging fruit is the best way. Okay, there's a few things I want to say about that. One, it's all true, Fire Nation. But number two, I am actually that first person on the dance floor at every wedding, Arel. And I've actually had people come up to me and say, John, were you hired? Like, are you here like as part of like a, a guest or are you hired to actually get this dance floor rolling? And uh, it's always, you know, the prior, but I just love to get the dance floor going because it's so true. I'm like, I'll go out there and make a fool of myself. You know, I'm not a great dancer, but I like to have fun. And then other people feel like they can come out and make fools of themselves. And before you know it, it's just a bunch of people making fools of themselves, but having fun. And that's so critical. And what I want to just jump 
jump on that as well, Arel, is, you know, going Fire Nation to, you know, your local, all those things that Arel mentioned and actually making that bold ask. And then if you get a yes, do something else that's really important. Invest in yourself. You know, get on Craigslist, get on one of those great job board sites and find a local photographer and videographer. And guess what? I don't care if you're speaking in front of 10 people or 100 people or 1,000 people your first few times. You need to get pictures of you on stage. You need to get video of you on stage. The person doesn't have to show the crowd as well. You just need to start building your media page if you want to get going there. Because if there can be pictures and videos of you speaking from stage, that's going to get the next gig and the next gig so much easier. Bring your videographer with you. Invest in yourself. That's how you're going to do it. And once you get that snowball going, sometimes it doesn't stop. I mean, I could literally speak 365 days a year if I wanted to. At this point right now where I'm at, I couldn't get paid for all of them, but I get asked so many times to speak, and it just starts with that first snowball fire nation push it down the hill and you just, you'll be shocked. What do you think about that around? It's absolutely, it's absolutely just uh, perfect because so many times we think, well, how do I do it? What do I do? Right. Just start really small. And then people go, oh, this person must be, you know, I, I like to say it like this. The mindset that you want to have about yourself is, I don't know every singer or song that's out, but sometimes someone tells me about a song and I go, oh, I never heard of it. And then they go, you haven't heard of this song? This is the greatest <laughs> song ever. So just because I haven't heard about it doesn't mean it's not awesome. And you want people to think that about you. Just because someone hasn't heard about you yet, you want to have the impression of, oh, no, this dude or this girl, she's awesome. Look at her website or look at her social media. She's She must be amazing and I just don't know about them yet. Let me get with the cool kids and learn about this person. <laughs> Aurel, let's get into your journey, brother, because it's been a powerful one. I mean, again, Inks 30 under 30. They don't just give those away. I mean, that's a significant accomplishment. So you've had some ups. You've obviously had some downs. I mean, you're an entrepreneur. We all have. Take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And Aurel, really tell us that story. Take us there. My very, very first business was off-campus housing service. It was purely internet-based. And I'm not a programmer. You know, I, I don't know that at all. I just had a vision for it. And there's this kind of built up, I was reading all the magazines and there's this built up kind of, you're going to be awesome and amazing and a multi-billionaire by the time you're, you know, 22 and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And when <laughs> I didn't have that experience, there was one particular moment in which after literally, I think it was like 13 months of just trying to get started and just feeling like we're just a failure and everyone else is moving ahead of us. We finally got the, the website to work. And if anyone's ever built any kind of web service, you know how difficult it is just oh, to yeah. get a working prototype. And we finally got it to work and we, you know, pushed past our comfort zones and we called up some landlords and we got students on and we got our first few clients and we got some ads and we were like, oh my God, this is finally going to happen. And then for whatever reason, the web server crashed mm. and we lost the entire database oh. and we literally had all this money that we had and then spent, but then no service. So we had to return it and I had to, you know, basically put it on credit cards. And there was this moment when I, I, I kid you not, I was laying just on the ground. Um, you know, I hadn't shaved or showered in probably like four days. And I was in this like depressed stupor of, I just can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I got a phone call and I'm like, the phone's in my hand. I'm laying on the floor. I pick up the phone and it was a landlord who was our, he was advertising, he was posting, he was paying us. And he basically said in not so nice terms, you know, you guys are basically charlatans. You stole my money. Where's the site? 
And, you know, I, I told him I would do everything in my power to get it back to him. I was sorry. I hung up the phone. And I mean, it's like I thought I was at my lowest point. And then when I got that phone call, I mean, I just, I mean, I went into the fetal position. If I didn't have my, I had a pug at the time. If I didn't have my dog to like cuddle up to and hold, um, I don't know what I would have done with myself. And it was just, I remember thinking to myself, I can't imagine anything feeling worse than wanting to be something great, spending all this time and then having your knees basically taken out from under you. And it was just one of the more painful, I mean, to this day, I mean, that was over 10 years ago, but to this day, I still remember that pain of feeling like a failure so strongly. Now, this is kind of a leading question, but had you stayed in that fetal position, had you stayed at that low point, would you be on EO Fire today? No, I mean, you know, the the thing that people don't get is that just because it's happening right now doesn't mean it's going to be happening forever. It's just what's happening right now. And it's so hard to get out of a moment when it feels so painful. But the truth is, if you and there's some things that, that I did, I'm happy to talk about. There's things that you can create as a catalyst to get you out of that. And I say you can either turn your experience that you're having into a hurdle or you can turn it into a ledge. And if you turn it into a hurdle, you're going to always be stuck. If you turn it into a ledge, it actually pushes you up higher than you were before. There's a quote by Rocky, you know, I could quote him all day, obviously, but I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but it's essentially Fire Nation. It's not how many times you get punched in the face, it's how many times you get back up, you know, after getting knocked down. And, and that's so true for entrepreneurs across the board. And that's why we always start EO Fire with my guest's worst entrepreneurial moment. Because guess what? They're on EO Fire. They're a successful and inspiring entrepreneur at the moment in time that we're speaking. But I want to take you back to a time that they weren't. But guess what? Yes, they got punched in the face, but they got back up. And that probably wasn't the last time they got punched in the face. And it won't be in the future. And it won't be the last time they have to get up off the mat. Same goes for me. But that's what being an entrepreneur is. That's the life that we've taken on. And that's why it's such a great opportunity for huge success because we take on that risk. We take on that fear. It's literally almost the greatest secret of entrepreneurship that what I think a real secret is, is not something that you don't know about. It's something that you don't understand. And what most people don't understand is literally the secret to great success is literally getting punched in the face by life, punched in the face by your business, dusting yourself off and saying, is that all you got? And if you do that, you are unstoppable. Is that all you got? You know, I was just going to ask you what your biggest takeaway was, but you preempted it. You crushed it. I mean, that's probably going to be the lead into this show. I just loved it. Gave me a little bit of goosebumps there. And Arel, let's kind of do a shift now because I want to keep telling your story, your journey. And you did get up off that mat and you've gone on to have many aha moments, many epiphanies, many great times. Share one of those with us. Take us to a moment in time when you just had this great light bulb moment that you know is going to resonate with our listeners and tell us that story. When I got up from the mat from that experience, one of the biggest things that that came from it was this idea of I was in a business that I didn't fully understand or knew how to control, nor did I have the passion or desire. I didn't want to become a programmer. I didn't want to um, learn how to, to, that wasn't what my goal was. So I realized I was in something that wasn't what I had a desire to do, but I didn't know what, what was it. And and as I was going through this process, I was in a fraternity in college and I had agreed to be part of this uh, male pageant, if you will, it was called Nubian Prince, right? <laughs> And part of it was, um, you know, you had like the swimsuit and the formal wear, but there was the talent portion. And I was on the dance team, so everyone figured I would do a dance. And I decided that because everyone thought I was going to do it, I would do something different. I was trying to figure out, well, what is something nobody would expect, but something that I really care about? 
I was reading all these, you know, motivational books, and I was like, you know, I'm going to give this like a five minute motivational talk for for my uh, for my talent portion. And I did the talk, and I you know I ended with this quote, and I had uh, there was this Jay Z song, "What More Can I Say?" And this part goes, "What more can I say?" <laughs> so I, I, you know, I was young, obviously, so I had that uh, I had that play over as I finished the talk after this quote, and kind of figuratively dropped the microphone, and you know this this round of applause happened, and it was this feeling that was incredible. I had people come up to me and say, you know, I can't believe how much I needed to hear that, and I had no idea you would do that, and in that moment. I felt more alive than I've ever felt in my life. And what I would share with someone is when you find something that gives you a moment when you feel more alive than anything else, that's what you should find everything in your passion to keep doing and do everything in your power to make that the primary place where you don't vacation to go to that point, but that's the point in which you spend the entirety of your life. Fire Nation, let me ask you a question. Are you... As an individual, as a listener of my voice, of Arel's voice, of this podcast right here, are you trying to survive or are you really looking to thrive? Now, I can really answer that question for you, honestly, because you're listening to this podcast. You are looking to thrive. And that is so amazing. You've taken that step. You're listening to my voice. You're going down that path. And why would you want it any other way? I mean, this is the one life we have to live. Do you want to get to the end of this and say, hey, I survived, like I made it till the end and now it's over. Like, no, you want to look back and say, hey, I thrived. Like I did what I was supposed to do. Like, you know, I lived my song. I shared my voice. Like I spread it to the world. Like I made a difference. Like I was who I came on this earth to be. Like I let that out, you know, like I didn't keep it hidden inside. And that's just what I was, you know, was getting around and was going through my head as you were saying that, is that like you found that and you've done that. You're gonna get to the end of your journey and you're gonna say, man, like, I did it. Like I, I dropped that mic both literally and figuratively, you know, at the end of my journey of life here. And, and I am just ecstatic, like over what that journey looks like. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <sighs> so you have a lot of strengths, Aurel, and we're going to get into those. But what is your number one weakness as an entrepreneur? I was thinking about what actually is that weakness. And the truth is the the strength that we have is also our weakness. I'm I'm very... I want to do this right now. And I get one of the biggest strengths I have is that I'm very action oriented. I think the longest journey that anyone can take is from their minds to their hearts. If we can take just all the intellectual things that we already know and just make them real and feel them and do them, then our lives would change. Like one of the things I always say to folks about my podcast and and this extends to this one, you know, this information will not change your life at all. But the implementation of this information will completely change your life. Just listening to it doesn't do anything. So what I tend to do is take that to an extreme and I go, okay, well, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. And it's very easy for me to get distracted. It's very easy for me to have 27 things going on at once. And then I tend to notice that I'm not doing any one of them at the level in which I want to. So learning how to kind of curve the ability to want to do 75 things, where I used to think it was a badge of honor to say, oh, I have 12 businesses. Look how awesome I am. <laughs> when you become really you know, advanced and successful, if someone says they have 12 businesses, what they really tell you is I'm not good at anything. And I'm just trying to hope some spaghetti sticks to the wall. So you know, the great successful people get really good at something, get good at it, systemize it, organize it, and then move on to the next one so that the other one can run behind it and they can move on to that next thing. So someone who has two or three or four things, they didn't start with two, three or four things. So learning how to have focus and not try to do everything at once um, is something that absolutely causes me a lot of pain because I want to and I can't. 
Focus, follow one course until success, Fire Nation. Those people with 20 businesses that Arel's mentioning, they're going one mile wide and one inch deep. And what does that mean? They're not making an indent. They're not making any kinds of sense anywhere. They're just going you know, one mile wide, one inch deep. It's those people that actually just go one inch wide and one mile deep, find their thing, blow it up. And then like Arel mentioned, it's so true. Once you blow that one thing up, that gives you opportunities for option B, C, and D because you can add that to now your authority and credibility. Now, Arel, you mentioned that as both a weakness and a strength. And I mean, I can definitely say that for me as well. Speed of implementation, I am awesome at, but it can break things and it can be a big weakness as well. So what's another strength that you have you can share with us? I don't work well with um, very philosophical or, um, you know, floaty theoretical ideas. Like if someone says to me, hey, go out there and be yourself. And I go, okay, that's great. How do I be myself? (laughs) You know, my mind works a lot more in what are very specific, tangible steps. So, you know, one of the reasons why I think my, you know, speaking career has taken where it is, is because when I go out there, I'm not just saying, here's what to do. I'm also giving the how to do it. And I think one of my big strengths is that, and I, I never saw it as a strength because I just thought everyone else was just like tricking me or everyone else was just like not wanting to help me. But the truth is there's very, very few people in the world who truly have what's called conscious competency. They can take an idea and then break it down into the most step-by-step, you know, not, and people say, hey, I'm going to give you some step-by-step advice. Step number one, be authentic. Step number two, go after your dreams. But then it's like, well, okay, what is that? You know, and, and if someone is a part of Podcasters Paradise, I'm sure that you break down the exact step-by-step on because you have such amazing results with what you do. That only comes you only get those results from someone being able to really meticulously know their craft. And one of my biggest strengths is that when I look at something, I don't do well with ivory tower thinking. I need things very much rubber to the road. What is my next immediate step? So I always know what I'm doing today, the next day, and how to show others how to do the same. Conscious competency. Love that phrase. Now, Aurel, break it down for us. What's the one thing you are most fired up about today? Oh man, you know, I've, I've been doing speaking for over 10 years now and I absolutely love it. I love going out. I love the throw. I'm actually recording this conversation, um, right after a keynote that I did out here oh, um, wow. at Ohio University. So, um, I absolutely love it. And I, I've gotten so many different kind of ask and requests on how other people can do the same. So I've always said no because I don't have the time, but I realize that I'm hurting people because when I speak in one place, that's the one place that I'm speaking at. But what if there was a bunch of other people who were also good? So we created some something called True Speaking Success. And I'm actually going to, um, we have a, a community, uh, online community on Facebook, and we're just going to give it to free to the listeners. Other people have other <laughs> ways they get into it. But if folks go to truespeakingsuccess.com slash ignite, you can get access for free to our online community of how you can build your speaking skills and get started as well. And I'm really excited about that. Truespeakingsuccess.com slash ignite fire nation. It's time for you to ignite. Now, don't go anywhere because we're about to ignite the lightning rounds. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, sales can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. With Pipedrive, the CRM for small teams with big ambitions, the pain and frustration of tracking deals with emails and spreadsheets is gone forever. 
PipeDrive users prefer it over the competition because it makes your sales pipeline visual, highlighting opportunities and potential problems, ultimately ensuring important activities and conversations don't get dropped. Salespeople like it because it's easy to use and intuitive. Managers love it because they don't need to nag their team to use their CRM. Some other cool things about PipeDrive are its forecasting ability, iOS and Android mobile apps, useful integrations with Google Apps, MailChimp, Zapier, Yesware, and more, plus a powerful API for those that like to build their own software solutions. PipeDrive is the CRM built by salespeople for salespeople. PipeDrive is offering Fire Nation an exclusive 45-day trial. Import your contacts into PipeDrive now and be up and running in minutes. Check it out today at pipedrive.com slash fire. As an entrepreneur, the last thing you want to worry about is getting fined by the IRS. Yet 40% of small businesses incur tax penalties every year due to payroll processing mistakes. You don't have to manage payroll and taxes alone. Paycor offers award-winning services from your first pay run to your next hire to tax time preparation, putting all your compliance fears to rest. Paycor's intuitive payroll and HR software is simple to manage and easy to use. With Paycor, you can avoid hefty IRS fines, disgruntled employees, and save significant amounts of time that can be better spent focusing on your business. Serving more than 29,000 small and medium-sized organizations, Paycor is known for delivering amazing client experiences combined with modern and intuitive HR and payroll solutions. You didn't start your company to do payroll. Let Paycor take care of the details so you can focus on the day-to-day and doing what you love. Visit paycor.com slash fire to get started. That's P-A-Y-C-O-R.com slash fire. Arel, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's get it going, baby. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Thinking I had to know everything before I started. What is the best advice you've ever received? If you do something today, that's better than thinking about doing something today. What is a personal habit that contributes to your success? Every single day, I ask myself, what are the three most important things that I need to do? And then I write them down, and under no circumstances does the day get done without those three things getting done. It's very easy to forget what's important, but if you know what's important, you will see more results in faster, quicker time. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. I love a service called Boomerang for Gmail. It allows you to, it's a free plugin for your Gmail. It allows you, if you're, most entrepreneurs work at two in the morning, three in the morning, but you don't want to send emails to people at two in the morning <laughs> or three in the morning. So you can schedule it so that it goes out at a later time. So it could be the first email that hits someone's inbox. So I write it at 3 a.m., but it schedules to go out individual emails, mind you, at like 7 a.m. And then it also tracks if someone has responded or opened up. So your follow-up game is incredible because you can always always get a reminder if this person hasn't responded by a certain period of time. It's huge. And it really gets you out of that back and forth. I like to call it, you know, the email text messaging where someone emails you, you email them back. They're like, oh, oh, John just responded to me. Um, he must be right in his inbox right now. And then they send you, and then and before you know, you're just like having a back and forth email conversation. Boomerang, I can get the message right away, respond, have a... T- actually get sent in two days so I don't do that actual inbox uh, texting, but I get to inbox zero every day with it. So I love that as well. And something I want to actually add because of your personal habit is momentum. I love momentum. It's a Chrome extension and allows me to put the number one thing that I'm looking to focus on today. And I can actually add a couple other things via its to-do list. Every time you open a new browser, it's a beautiful image that allows you to 
to, uh, to actually write down that number one focus as well as a couple other to-dos to keep you on task. Now, Aurel, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? I would recommend, it's a book by Jay Abraham. It's called Get Everything You Can Out of All of You Got. Um, it's basically a book that shows you how to get customers, how to get more customers, and how to get those customers to buy more often from you. And it's chock full of stories and very, very practical, specific steps. So it's an incredible read. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Arel, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it Bring is it, baby. a doozy. <laughs> Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Man, I love this question. <laughs> no, here's exactly what I do, specifically for what I do, and it's very, very replicatable. The very, very first thing I would do is I would go to one of these um, free websites like a, a Wix or you know, Strikingly or something like that, and just get a very, very simple templated site up. Write a few three or four articles based on you know the knowledge that I already have, just to put some content on there. Next thing I would do, very similar to what we mentioned earlier, I would go to the high schools in my local area or the colleges in my local area, or even the the chamber of commerce or the businesses in my local area, and I said, "Hey, I'm a local person. I love what you're doing. I'd love to do a free presentation on this. I know at this point how to title and describe my presentations to make people say, "Oh my God, I want that." <laughs> so I would. Create that, send that to them, get, you know, get a bunch of no's, just get a two or three yeses, um, go out there and schedule a time to speak. I would get my, um, you know, a very simple camera. You know, most cameras now are very, very high pixelated. If, you, if I couldn't afford a very uh, professional photographer, just get a simple camera, take pictures, take videos, take testimonials of people saying why this program was so important. Put that onto my site, email that link to a new person and say, hey, I'm doing this great program. I've already worked with these people. I'd love to work with you. If they say we're curious, the next question I would ask them is, what budget do you have to bring in speakers? At that point, they're either going to say, sometimes they'll say $100, sometimes they'll say nothing, sometimes they'll say $10,000, like you literally don't know. So that's the magic question to ask when you're first getting started is, what do you have in your speaker budget to bring someone in? And then I would literally rinse and repeat that process. And what I would do with some of it, though, which is very important, I would make sure that I invested somehow into myself. I would pick up a new book. I would um, go to you know an online course or get some type of coaching call or find out someone who's doing what I already want to do and figure out how to kind of siphon that information. So literally $500 would be more than I would need, but it's going to help the process if you can take these very simple steps, rinse and repeat. Aurel, we started today on fire. Let's end on fire. With you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. You know, one of the things I'll share with you is that any single thing is possible for you once you decide to let go of the BS story that you hold in your heart and you hold in your head. Everything in your life can either be a hurdle or it can be a ledge. 
I grew up in the projects. I used to say, nobody will help me because I'm a kid from the projects. And I turned that into people want to see the American success story. Because I'm from the projects, that's why people want to see me succeed. Whatever your story is, create it into a ledge and not a hurdle. And that's the exact reason why you'll be successful. I hope I can help in any way that I possibly can. If you go to truespeakingsuccess.com slash ignite, you can join our community for free. And you can ask me questions. You can ask some of the most successful professional speakers in the world questions. Get your stuff answered. I'm on every single social media site. I'm the only Aurel Moody in the world. If you can't find me, you're not looking. And that's Moody, M-O-O-D-I-E, Fire Nation. And let's be honest, you know this, Fire Nation, because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with AM and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, just type Aurel, A-R-E-L, in our search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've talked about today. And don't forget, Fire Nation, it's waiting for you. TrueSpeakingSuccess.com slash Ignite. And Arel, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. You're the man! Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Now you can. Introducing my passion project, The Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal will teach you how to set a SMART goal and will guide you to accomplishment in 100 days. Text JOURNAL to 33444. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite. Ignite.